Hey folks, Tyler from Being This Person here. This is a conversation I had with my buddy Ted. Ted and I have known each other since roughly the time we got our driver's license, so like 16. So eh, 30 years I've known this guy, and, and we, we grew up together in a lot of ways, and in a lot of ways didn't, which allowed us to grow differently, which is great. Uh, he's just, he's become a really strong, good-hearted man. I'm proud of him. I, I'm proud of a lot of our friends from that time because a lot of the people have grown up to become really good people. But he really, he's exemplary. I'm, I'm proud of him. Uh, I do want to warn you, this one is for some of you diehards because there is a whole ton of bar noise. I actually tried to remove it, and believe it or not, the editing program I used to do that made it worse and that you couldn't hear me at all. Not that you want to. any. I don't know. You listen, so I guess you want to. But either way, it just made it worse. So I just left all the bar noise in. It was where we were able to meet at the time we were able to meet. It is also, because there was a time frame thing, it is a little rushed. So I would have liked a little bit more time to sit down with Ted. But uh, we did have, as you'll find out, a date. So And it turned out to be great. We had a fantastic time. And I brought home a record. You guys know how I feel about that. I would at this point please uh, ask you to subscribe and leave good ratings and reviews on whatever podcast feed you get us through. It does make a difference. It helps other people find us or have interest or have belief or, I don't know, whatever. How Somehow people are happier with lots of good reviews. And uh, it makes me happy, too. And tell a friend, and not just about this podcast, but about podcasts in general. I do believe they're a very important way for we humans right now to communicate with one another and learn about one another and and do it in a way that is non-confrontational and and good for everybody involved so please try and encourage people help them help them figure out how to do it on their phone we all have one it seems uh also uh, if you'd like to contact me i have an email it is being this person at gmail.com so being this person is all lowercase letters with no spaces no fancy marks or nothing just the words stuck together uh you can also easily find me on facebook and twitter twitter is a little bit of a trick because it is a personal twitter but it's mainly used for, prom- for promotion of the show but again you'll see pictures of new records i bought in fact a I, there's a picture of the record I bought uh, at the date I had with Ted up on that. But it is at Donus Tyler. So D-O-N-E-S-T-Y-L-E-R. Uh, and Twitter is as Twitter does. I also have a website, beingthisperson.com. There's a little bio. There's some episode links. There's stuff. It is what it is. It does what it needs to do. And I now have a Patreon. So you can go to, and that's a subscription service that you can sub- subscribe to individuals or uh, creators or artists, such as myself, and give us a donation every month. And it goes toward the cost of the show. It's a pretty decent thing. And for a buck a month uh, donation, I will send you a thank you note, handwritten by my happy self, which means it will be totally illegible. Uh, At that point, folks, thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate you. Let's roll the theme music.
first question is, who are you? Who am I? Hmm, that's a good question. I'm Ted. You've been Ted for a lot of years. I've been Ted for all of my life, all 45 years of it, man. You spend a little bit of time as, as Ferdinand in my world. Yes. Only, only for my eyes. Right. Yes. Uh, so, I mean, what else? Into the deeper end of the question? Okay, yeah, I'll get a little deeper into the question, you bet. Absolutely. I'm, uh, I'm Ted. Um, I'm, you know, Ted growing into middle-aged Ted, uh, you know, 45 years old. Do we qualify 45 as middle-aged yet? I don't know. I'm, yeah, no, I'm... I mean, except on this end, when I was younger, mm-hmm. it was easier for me to qualify 45 mm-hmm. as middle-aged, but now being 45, I'm like, ah. No, I, I, I think when we were younger, I probably would have qualified uh, 25 as middle-aged, but... I qualified 30 as old, like seriously, man? Yes, yes, the exactly. The, the fact that I've made it past the 27 club, right. and it's, uh, it's a miracle. So, so I'm going to call myself middle-aged, you know, and I'm cool with it, you know. Uh, and, uh, you know, I am a Ted that um, is doing things with his life that he never... Dreamed that we he, that he would. I have a uh, family. Uh, I have a wife uh, who I love dearly, and a son who I love absolutely dearly. And uh, you know, so I am Ted. I am a different Ted than who I used to be. Yes. Yeah. I, I've been yeah, holding myself on that one. You were a very different Ted. I, I Ted was. That I met. Yes. We were. What, we were in our mid-teens? Like yep. 16, 17, we were driving age. You bet. Something like that. You're a very different Ted. Uh-huh, yeah. I, mean, I may still have long hair, but I'm also a very different Tyler. Mm-hmm. The long hair is the only thing that's still around. Well, you know, I mean, honestly, over the years, uh, life just, you know, you live life, you learn what you like, you learn what you don't like, you learn who you want to be and who you don't want to be. Sometimes you learn the hard way, and I'll tell you, I learned the hard way. I learned the hard way more than the easy way. Uh, so, yeah. Do you think that's because you have a propensity to learn that way? Like, beating me over the head with a club for my lesson is the way that I tend to learn. Yeah. Like, And it's also the same way I can tend to date. Like, I, I can't flirt. You have to straight fucking tell me. Yeah. I'm flirting right now. And then I can flirt. There you go. And, and I just... Wait, I just hold mean, on. Hold on. Are you flirting? Not right now with you. Oh, okay, I good. can if you'd like. Okay. I can turn it on. If you're flirting, I can turn it on. Well, you are my date tonight. <laughs> I mean... I am. Actually, I think technically I'm your date because you have the tickets. <laughs> yes. Uh. <laughs> I, I that took a weird turn, man. <laughs> it's totally okay, though. No. no, we might have known each other a minute. Dude, you're you're as cute as you ever were. I, uh, I don't always feel that. I'm sure uh, you don't either. I mean, well, as we we're discussing just before this, like you look in the mirror, and I, that's not necessarily the person I want to look like. Right. It's definitely not the person I used to look like. Yeah. You bet. So how do you deal with making those changes? Like, like the realizations of I'm not what I want to be. What actions do you put in motion to make yourself more what you want? Ooh, man. That's a tough one because that's that's going to get really specific and uh, God, do I want to get that specific on it? Yeah, yeah, I'll get that specific on it. Okay, so uh, I'll just be real blunt. Um, I am uh, I'm an addict and an alcoholic um, and I, I have absolutely no problem saying so. Um, it's, it's just part of who I am. Currently functionally recovered. Oh, right? yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, in, recovered, in, in recovery. Is, yes, is a, a yes. So, thing, yeah. so 
what, what I've learned in, in my recovery is, uh, you know, when, when I was younger, um, I, I lived life very me, 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 me all the time. Uh, it was, it was always thinking about me and, uh, what, what do I want to do for me? What are you going to do for me? Um, how is everything gonna, gonna look the way that, how, how can I make everything look the way that I want it to look? Because that's really important to me. Um, and you know, the, uh, well, sure, sure. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, it became so important to me that, uh, that when things didn't work out or, uh, you know, when, um, when I wasn't feeling the way that I wanted to feel, you know, I, I, I could turn to booze or something like that. And, and you know, it just, my, my selfish self-centeredness just started getting more and more and more and more out of control. Um, so eventually, I, I just, frankly, had to make some changes. I was hurting enough. Um, and not necessarily from the substance, um, but uh, but with, with my own heart and soul. Uh, that was what was hurting more than the physical abuse from the substances that I was taking. So, the substances tend to be medicating for the, the the hurt from wherever it comes from. Precisely, right. precisely. So, you know, I mean, I I, I made a decision um, to make some changes to that. There, you know, I, I don't want to get deep into recovery. I mean, that, that's Everybody something for a, path, yeah. yeah. We we can have a conversation about that all day long. Um, but really, I took a path that involved uh, making changes to my behavior, uh, ma- making a lot of changes to my behavior, the way that I react to things, and, uh, and and I just started thinking to myself, you know what? I really like this. I enjoy this. Um, you know, I I have uh, 13, 13 years under my belt of uh, being a new Ted, so to speak, um, thinking about other people, uh, being able to be a fan family man, which, uh, you know, had I maintained the level of intoxication that I used to, um, and continue doing so, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do that. I, I wouldn't be the person that I am today. I don't know where I would be, but you know, I wouldn't be uh, a business person. I wouldn't be a family guy. Um, so I, I'm glad for the road that I took. It was the best route. And and so that that's one change. So that's a big one. But in the more everyday changes, when you, uh, or I, I like to put things in context of okay. the eye, yeah. and see if it's something you can identify. Sure, so you bet. When I look at a behavior, so for instance, about two years ago, I learned that the word Oriental shouldn't apply to anything other than a rug. Okay. And, and, and it was interesting for me to work through that. Wait, what, what, hold, hold it, hold it, hold it. Noodles? Oh, that's a good call. Yeah, there we go. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. Yes. I, uh, I still think they're noodles of Asiatic descent. Yeah, you bet. <laughs> Yuba, you said? I said you bet. I heard you. I was just oh, okay, go. gotcha. You, Yuba, Yuba yes. Yeah. Well, Yuba noodles, yes. Okay. So, I mean. There we so go. Instance, when, when I ran into, and this is kind of just a classic catch-all. Yeah. But when I run into a situation where I look at myself and go, dude, this is not 
this is not the Tyler I want to be. Uh-huh. I don't want to approach the world like that way, like that, and I don't want to have that effect on the people around me. Because the simple thing of a word choice can have an effect on people around me. So the way I affect change is I try and catch myself in those moments and and assess it and decide whether it's worth mm-hmm. holding on to my mm-hmm. position currently or letting go of my position and altering it and becoming yet another version of the title. Another right. alteration, right? So so what does that look like in your world? Well, is it kind of... Yeah, and, and a lot of it is just the fact that... Oh, holy shit, okay, so... Um, I grew up is what I did, and part of growing up for me included that notion of thinking of other people before thinking of myself. And uh, you know, I mean, how would I like to be treated in this situation? And uh, and really, do I want to do more good in this world or do more harm in this world? So, so yeah, I, I do think about things that I say or I do before I say or do them. I think that's very important to me these days. Um, you know, if, if it's not going to make a positive impact, it's either going to make no impact or it's going to make a negative impact. No, no impact is okay. Correct. Well, I would, I would, I would actually argue that there's no such thing as a no impact action. Well, okay, yeah. I mean, I mean it's a very slim line argument. Yeah. So I'm not going to spend time yeah. on it, but I would argue well, that there's no such thing as no impact. Well, maybe, maybe little enough impact that it really isn't going to, going to have a huge effect on anything either way. Minimal. But, uh, I'm not traumatizing minimal, yeah. anybody or anything. Yeah. Sure, sure. And uh, you know, I mean, the big thing is, is and I mean, it's like the oh, what is it? The doctors have their have their HIPAA. Uh, what, the Hippocratic Oath. Actually, oddly, that came there up in the one that I recorded earlier today, too. The Hippocratic yeah. Oath. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's wow. Weird. That's very interesting. That's Maybe this is something that, that people need to hear. Maybe this is something that I need to hear. Uh, and, and that's what I find is um, a lot of times the things that come out of my mouth are things that I need to hear, which is really odd. Uh, and but, it makes uh, it exceedingly difficult the, to hear. Yeah, because yeah. when you're speaking, it's incredibly hard to listen to yourself. Well, and I appreciate you bringing that up, that... Uh, 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 that somebody else brought it up because it's like, oh gosh, maybe I really need to hear this. Which is, what is that Hippocratic Oath? Do no harm. Uh, and, and I wish I, I'm not going to Google it, but I, I think it's do no harm, but I think there's also an act toward preservation of life clause in it. Okay. Of some sort. Yeah, sure. I, I'm clearly a doctor. Yes. I clearly yes, know what I'm talking yes. about, doctor. You have a, PD, a PhD in, uh, no, you have a doctorate in Google University, I believe. I have don't three you? years yeah. toward a two-year associate's degree. Right, And yes. no associate's degree, so I clearly have no idea what it is. But I do believe there is a, in the interest of preserving human life. Yes, yes, I think you're right. But I think the big thing, though, is the do no harm. Do no harm. Um, and that's hard to do. It is. That is hard to do. But, you know, if, if you put thought into... What you're gonna, what you're gonna say, or what you're gonna do, um, you can lessen the amount of harm that you can do in this world. That's for sure. Yes, you absolutely can tailor your behavior right. so that you aren't running people over all the time. Yeah, basically. And that uh, that really is a big part of my growing up, which is uh, which is knowing that yeah, I have caused a lot of harm in my life. I. 
No, I, I really have. I have no problem admitting that. I've admitted it to a number of people. It's, it's actually something called um, uh, making amends. Um, and again, I don't want to get too the, deep the into that. Step, but uh, oh no, that's that's way up in the that's way up in the uh, eighth, ninth. But it is, it is yeah. one of those things that but, uh, you you need to go back and make reparations or right. at least apologies. Right. Right. For and, the things that you've done. And a lot of that uh, involves just making changes to making changes to the way that I live the rest of my life changing my own behaviors uh, and that, that involves doing more good than harm whatever possible that doesn't mean I try to be a saint or anything like that fuck that I'm no Nor saint should I. no absolutely should not I. I'm a dirty fucking We're, old punky yeah in some, some extent uh, right yeah you got it yeah and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck shit up mm-hmm. I'm gonna make mistakes and the yes. best I can do is look at those mistakes assess where I went wrong and try not to drive down that road again yeah yeah, I don't. Uh, I, I don't run around beating myself up for my past. I don't. I don't. I learn from my past. I move on. Uh, I look at what I want to be because I already know what I don't want to be. Right. What do you want to be when you grow up? Well, I, I'm, I'm not really sure, but I know what I don't want to be when I grow up because I already have been. I don't want yeah, to be an asshole. I, I've already been one of those. Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah. By accident, unfortunately. Yeah. Because I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. I'm going to breathe, breathe us through these a little bit because we do have a date. No, that's cool. Yes. Yeah, just keep an eye on the clock. Uh, All right, cutie pie. So the next, the next question, which, which we just started on, <laughs> yes. is why? Why are you who you are? Like, why, what, what was, why did you choose to not be an asshole? Why did you choose to be Ted the adult family man that you are now? Or, or whatever. Why? Frankly, because being an asshole doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. Um, it, it gives me a sinking feeling in my gut. Uh, that, that I have harmed, caused harm in some way, shape, or form, um, whether it be intentional or not. Uh, and I don't like to live life uncomfortably. It makes me uncomfortable. If uh, you know, if I get too uncomfortable, I'm going to find a way to make myself comfortable. And sometimes that way to make myself comfortable isn't healthy. So you know, I, I think a healthier way of life is is the way to do it. You know, I, I mean, I have a family now, and I, you know, it's my it's my duty to be there for my family. It's my duty to be the best dad that I possibly can be. It's my duty uh, to be able to take care of my family. Yes. Yes. As as we were discussing, like I'm a die in the wool parent. I fucking love being a parent. It's the best thing yeah. I've ever done. Yeah. I have fucked so much stuff up along the way. But at the end, I mean, like my kid my kid is a viable adult now. Sure. Uh, maybe living in my house at the moment, but not yeah. without a desire to leave and, and live on his own. And, in the end he's a pretty decent human being. Like he has some empathy. He's aware. He can communicate. Like, kind of successful. And 
and along the way, all the missteps, all all of the missteps, you know? Yeah. You know, it's interesting because, uh, you know, I mean, I, I've maintained friendships and relationships with uh, a whole lot of people from my past, uh, well, mutual, uh, mutually from our past, and it's we really... We very tight-knit old group, yeah. yeah, absolutely, and it's wonderful to see that for, for all the fucked-upness that, that we did in our past, you know, um, being complete and utter misfits, um, you know, being well, trouble causers. Absolute bad decision-making. Bad sure decision-making. I'll get behind the wheel of the yeah. car right now. Yeah. Was yeah. a decision many of us made. Yeah. But, uh, but, you know, for all of that, I, I look back and, and I look at what we have now, you know, with our kids and the families that we're raising in, and... I smile and I say, hey, you know, uh, for all the screwed up things we did, we raised some pretty good kids. Yeah. And we I'm raised some pretty good us. kids. I'm yeah. actually really proud of us. You bet. Like, I keep saying you bet. I'm not sure why. You bet. The vast majority yeah. of us are still alive. Yes. Not all. We've lost a lot of people. Uh, very sadly, We've yes. We've lost a lot of people along the way. Uh-huh. But, but the vast majority of us are still alive. Uh-huh. Not only that, we're doing a pretty fucking decent job. Pretty fucking decent job at being adults, and Mm -hmm. most of us have mortgages now. Whoever thought when we were 17 year old assholes driving 90 miles an hour through the center of town that we'd have mortgages? Some of us have second mortgages. Well, you're in the industry, so it's okay. That's cool. You know how it works. Yeah, yeah. You got it. I myself am biding my time. I'm about eight years from paying that motherfucker off. Right? Yes. I could just get the flex rate. The flex rate was great when everything went down. Flex rate isn't great right now. Uh-huh. But it's close enough to just focused on the end goal. I don't want to start my 25 years over again. No. Nope. I really don't. Nope, I don't nope. care how much the roof needs to be done. I'm not, I don't want to start my 25 years over again. But these are decisions that we are making. In these, yes, these are choices, and we have to determine whether we're going to make a bad choice or a good choice. And, uh, you know, a lot of us seem to be making some pretty damn good choices. We are. Yeah. And, and it has unfortunately caused some rifts. Like, not all of us get along like we used to. Yeah. But That's in life. the end, it's nice to look at each other and still have pride in the fact that we're all doing well. Right. Like we're all still striving to get somewhere good and better. Yes. You know, be a better us. I agree. Um, fascinating. Mm. It's fascinating watching it, though, right? Yeah. It's even more fascinating living it. So off off the topic just a little bit, um, so so I was thinking about our past and our history. What's up with your Mustang? It's in my backyard. My roommate's dog has learned to climb on top of it and take a shit. Oh, nice. That's a talent she has. Yeah. She's a wonderful, very loving dog. I wish she quit shitting on my Mustang. Yeah. But it is literally fenced into my <laughs> yeah. So in I heights, have to remove fencing to get it out. Eventually. Oh man! But yeah. I mean, I, like, it's not going anywhere. It's partially disassembled. Okay. So it's just as well there. Yeah. It's, Nobody it's gets steel parts off of it there. It's just being shit on. Yeah. Okay. By a dog, not birds. Yeah. Okay. A little unique. Not people. When dogs fly. So, so you were saying though? Oh yeah, I was just gonna say, you know, uh, in hindsight, uh, with a old classic car like that, would uh, you? My, I know nothing about mechanics. I, I'm the first guy to admit that I know absolutely Which nothing about mechanics. Which is coming from a guy who, when we were kids, owned a very similar colored, two years newer, 67, I think. Uh, 67, yeah. Yeah, two yeah. years newer than my Mustang. Right, right. And and in hindsight, that 
great car, but not a good first car for a guy that knows absolutely nothing about mechanics. Correct. Uh, just, just a bad, 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 bad choice. Yes. A great fucking car. Yeah. Oh man. You got Slick you got rid of car. yours years ago, right? Oh, many, many years ago. Yes. What do you drive now? Something yes. practical, I imagine. Oh yeah, just something practical. Up? Yeah, because I'm a grown up. I, I drive a Ford four door Hyundai Sonata. Oh nice. Yeah. Nice. Affordable, reliable. I hear they're good to three hundred thousand miles. Yeah. Yep, good on gas. Yeah, yeah, that's a good plan. Yeah, I'm still a little dumb. I've got a '95 Pathfinder, which gets like 18 miles a gallon when I'm lucky. Yeah, okay. But it looks cool, and yeah. I got a roof rack where yeah. I can put shovels and shit. Rad. <laughs> Rad, gotta have a roof rack. Right? Yes. Keep people away from your tent when you're in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> Look tough. <laughs> What else made you who you are? What else made me who I am? Oh, um, well, bad decision-making made me who I am for sure. I think we already kind of talked about that, though. Um, What else made me who I am? Um... Can we maybe come back to that? Let me let me put some thought into that. Um, uh, that's uh, that's hard. I, I think a lot of it just has to do with bad decision making, and, and I, I don't want to beat a dead horse on that. Um, you know, no. You know what? I'm I'm gonna back up. Maybe I I do definitely know. My my folks helped shape me into who I am for sure, uh, without a doubt. Uh, unfortunately, as you probably know, I uh, I tragically lost my mother in February, um, but, you know, I mean, in my... It was, it was relatively quick, though, if I remember. Well, it was. It was a home accident, and, uh, yeah, it, it was quick, but it was unexpected. Uh, that's that's what makes it really hard. It was totally unexpected. It's like, you know, I'm still in shock, but, you know, for, for, all, the, for all the messed up things that I've done and, you know, and, and my behaviors and things like that, uh, I've got to say, I cannot fault anybody for that except for me. I had a great upbringing. Uh, my brother and I both, uh, you know, my, my folks were always there for us. They always encouraged us. Um, always, always, always encouraged us. Um, didn't, weren't necessarily always the, the best on direction, giving direction, but whatever direction we wanted to take, we would get the encouragement. And that's what I find from parents that are the age that ours are. Yes. Our parents are relatively close in age. Yes. Just yes. like we're relatively close in age. They were doing the best work that they had. Uh-huh. Yeah. They didn't necessarily know where to point me, but if I found a direction, kind of let go. And we and we come from an admittedly relatively privileged place where our parents had resources mm-hmm. to help us move in those directions, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is something not available to everyone. Exactly. So. It's cool. I, I like when people credit their parents. Yeah. Are, you, are you you're still in good terms? Well, I mean, clearly your terms with your mother are a little up in the air, quite literally. I love my parents with with every ounce of my heart. I really do. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean... I, I don't know that I can credit them enough. I really don't know that I can credit them enough. Because, yeah. Sadly, not enough. Um, and especially considering that I don't have the opportunity to do that with my mother now. Uh, and that's tough. 
that's really tough to think about. Uh, you know, there there are a lot of ways that I, I really should have thanked my mother, but never. I mean, I had the opportunity, but never took the opportunity. It's, uh, it's now a terrifying situation. You become so, very vulnerable when you do that. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's without a doubt. You become very, very vulnerable. Um, I'm getting better about making myself vulnerable uh, and being okay with being vulnerable these days. I would encourage more of that, yeah. the being okay with that, yeah. allowing myself to be. Yeah. And usually, at the first, at the first, you have to force yourself over the start line. Mm-hmm. But but once you get over the start line, you just kind of have to allow yourself to gain speed. Mm-hmm. In that respect, and mm-hmm. it's fucking hard. And it's not something we were taught because it's not something our parents were taught. But our children's generation mm-hmm. is, is, at least by my eyesight, flooded with it, which I'm kind of excited about. Mm-hmm. Some kind of mushy, soft places I'm not real happy about. Like we should be able to offend each other a little bit, challenge each other a little bit, but I'm mm-hmm. fucking berserk about it. Mm-hmm. And I think that may be tossed aside right now, but. It is, in my belief, in the interest of making this more functional, ultimately, mm-hmm. that we will be allowed to be whoever we fucking are. Without repercussion, you know? It, it, it's a tough thing. Because, like you said, maybe by the time you start learning to be vulnerable, the people that you needed to be around and be vulnerable around are no longer available in this case your mother exactly precisely and uh, you know since well and and over the years I've been making and again this is part of my amends um, you know to to my family and my parents um, was to be there for them more uh, than I was before you know I, I just I really used to take it for granted unfortunately uh, but you know I learned from my mistakes and over the years, I've been making an effort to not do that and to be around more and and to be a functional member of the family and uh, spending more time with them. And, and now the mom's gone, of course. Uh, of course, I spend a lot more time with dad, um, and and that's been really really good uh, for everybody, uh, me and him and and my brother. Uh, so we spend a lot of time together and. It's, Oh, I do. Yeah. yeah, I do have a brother. He, you, you wouldn't know him because he flew the coop at about oh, maybe seventeen or eighteen years old. Well, straight out of high school, he uh, moved to California. Spent a lot of time in California, uh, a lot of time in California, and over the last. Uh, Gosh, probably seven or eight years had been living in Massachusetts, uh, so all the way over on the other side of the country, of course. And now he's back over here, but you would have it never sounds, met him. It sounds like the family family changes that have happened maybe brought him home a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's, sure, he's, he's come back to base. Yeah, he will. Yeah. Huh. What's your relationship with him? With him? I mean, because flew the coop maybe means you were a little bit estranged for a while. Well. Yeah, I, I would say probably so, just in the fact that we never saw each other except maybe once a year on the holidays or something like that. Never had a bad relationship or anything. It's just, you know, we, we, we weren't actively part of each other's lives. Uh, and now we have the opportunity to be. Uh, 
because he's he's now back in the area, and we try to be a part of each other's lives more. So you are, and it's oh yeah. Like now that it's here, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Yeah. Excellent, excellent stuff. Yeah, yeah. We we had a good relationship growing up as kids. Great relationship growing up as kids, really. Brotherly, throwing yeah. rocks at things. Yeah, totally, totally. Spent a lot. And- yeah, spent a lot of time together. You know, getting into getting into trouble. Probably, probably smoked pot together for the first time. Uh, you know, it was <laughs> probably with him. I'm I'm absolutely certain of it. That's a brotherly thing. Right yeah. There. Oh, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So the next question is, what makes you unique? Oh boy. Really, I I could have probably come up with a zillion reasons that I was unique in the past. When you were 19? But, yeah, but today, I don't feel like I really am unique. Um... Uh, you know, I mean, uh, my my story, my life, you know, details of my life might be different from other people, but I uh, I suffer from the human condition just like anybody else. Uh, you know, I, I re- what makes me unique? I don't know that anything really makes me unique. Um, I think claiming to be unique. Um, in my opinion, is just, and I know listeners might listen to what I'm going to say, and, uh, you know, I could get bashed, backlash for this. The backlash but, always comes at me because I read all the emails. Oh, good. So, second of all, <laughs> like, you're free. They don't know your last name. Oh, yeah, but you know. They've heard every fucking answer to this. Right. Except yours. Yeah, okay, okay. So so my answer to that is, frankly, I, I think people that think they, they're unique are just trying to get attention. I, I really do. It does um, feel like a cry for attention. You know, we we all have unique, some unique traits here and there. Yes, unique talents, um, things like that. But overall, we're all really the same. We are. And trying to be unique is trying to be special. And I'm not about trying to be special. I'm about trying to be me. And I'm about trying to be the best I possibly can be, and that's about it. And that that tends to be kind of the, the human condition, which you mentioned you suffer from. Do you also revel in it? Well, I live with it, actually. I don't know if I suffer with it or revel in it. Uh, the human condition being, I'm human. I'm a human There's being. a condition. Yeah, there you go. There's there's a condition, exactly. It It is what it is, and it ain't what it ain't. It's I ain't, a half a I, fucking uh, glass of water, yo. I, I'm not perfect, and, and I can't use the human condition as an excuse, but it just is what it is, and I, I'm in acceptance of it. When when did that come around? Like, because that that hasn't always been a thing. At least for me, it hasn't always been a thing. Do you know when that came around in the world? When you started seeing that? Oh, um, in recovery. 
I started seeing that in recovery, really, and and I, yeah, I am going to go back to that because you asked me the question, and that's the only and best answer that I can think of. Um, I spent so much of my life trying to be unique, trying to be special, thinking, thinking that my shit don't stink, thinking, thinking that uh, you know, I, it's my way or the highway, and uh, and I am my own, um, I, I, I'm in charge of my own destiny. Well. You know, I, I discovered eventually that none of those things are really true. Uh, I'm not perfect. Uh, I make mistakes. Um, you know, I I'm not a saint. Um, and I learned that in recovery. I mean, I hit bottom hard enough that that I was my my behaviors were causing me that that awful feeling in my gut constantly, um, and things had to change. So I had to literally reach out to people and say, "Hey, uh, I don't want to live this way anymore. Can you? Can, oops, it's, it's all good. Can, can you? Know you my it's all on my Can you show me how to live better? You know, reach out and, and actually accept help from somebody, which is not something that I am naturally inclined to do. I have never been naturally inclined to do that. My natural inclination is to do things my way or the highway. So duck my nose and make it all the way through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so in the recovery, I, I it was a very humbling experience, is what it is. There, there's nothing like um, a humbling experience to make you realize that that you're human. You're that I'm human. I'm fallible, um, and. I'm not perfect. So I, I hope that's an answer that makes sense. It, it does to me, because accepting your human fallibility allows you space to, to continue trying things. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do my best to make the best decision at this moment. I also realize that there's an opportunity that this is failure. It may happen. And if it's a, a failure, in quotes, I will know not how to do it or how not to do it the next time. Yes. And, and I think that just takes years. I don't, I don't think that, that that is something you can learn in your youth. I think it just no. takes failing enough time. Yeah, it, it takes it takes hurting enough is what it really takes, and sometimes repeatedly. Actually, some people don't ever actually learn it. This is absolutely true. So, some people I've don't ever end up with that. Before. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not in almost fifteen years, but I have been to Walmart. Before. Yes, <laughs> yes. Some people don't learn. No, some people just don't learn. Won't ever learn. Hey, you know that's not our job. It's, they're on their own path. <laughs> exactly. Man. It's that's cool. Gotta love them. Well, I, I, don't, I gotta love them. I don't gotta love them. I gotta allow them space. Okay. So, for instance, I was sitting in. Uh, in fact, I think. Actually, attached to this building, and a little bit of space in between getting my car keys out of my truck. Yeah, and you showing up, so yeah. I had a drink at the little place down the just other corner there, and there were these two guys that walked in, and I heard them. I, like I heard them. They were the loud, boisterous guys. You know these guys, right? And kind of like us, right? Well, <laughs> kind of like us younger. 
and a little bit more tailored. Right. Because uh, we were a little edgy. A little rougher. Yeah. yeah. Rougher and, and I hear one of them go, dude, just fucking relax. We're on vacation. At which point I finally I had to like, look at them and engage. <laughs> I figured out. But look at them. And there's two guys, and they're wearing red tank tops that say Baywatch on the front. The two two guys matching. Oh, dude, fantastic. Like, I'm thinking, like, is this like a team, like a local dodgeball sports team or something? On the back, they have nicknames and numbers and shit. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And, and they just go about them. And then, eight steps behind them, two girlfriends who look like they've been just dropped into the alternate universe trying to figure out what the fuck is happening. I, it was the weirdest, weirdest thing. Well, we, we, are in, guys, we are in Portland, though, right? Well, I mean, yeah, whatever. So are they, apparently. They're on vacation. Yeah, uh, in Portland. But as, as little sense as what happened makes to me... They still deserve their space to do whatever just happened. Yes. Yes, yes. I may never make sense of it. But I I do, especially as I'm older, realize that I need to afford them space to do that. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. And I don't it's not required for me to fucking understand it. I'm certainly gonna try because I'm an inquisitive weirdo, but it's their space. You gotta give it to them. Yeah, I know the music, right? We own none of the rights, but it's good. Oh yeah, <laughs> it is good, man. Oh man, I'm like, ah, wow. That's that's very that's very Sabbath. It is. It's very not, Sabbath. but it's it's a hard, heavy hitting, very Sabbath. Yeah, yeah. Maybe even leading toward post Sabbath early Aussie. But, okay, so that aside, uh, we're not talking about the music because I don't own the rights. Please uh, pay attention to the music in the background. Okay, uh, pay, no, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Go back. <laughs> so, the next official question is, would yes. you tell me about a defining moment? A defi- just a defining any defining moment. Preferably your own. Yes. Well, okay. <laughs> well, it's been asked. Like in my life, yes. In your well, fucking life, you idiot. I don't want to hear about something about World War Two. Okay. See, I I don't actually know any of your defining moments, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't be able to. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to go there. I don't know. Parents, so, there's one, so yeah, you know? yeah. There you go. There you go. Um, and really, yeah. That that's a huge defining moment for me. Uh, becoming a parent. You know, it, it just, it, it was like the the final stage of growing up. It's like, man, I'm in charge of this, this little dude. I, I am, I am now responsible for shaping this little squirming maggot. Yeah, it can't feed itself, can't walk. Right. Like, zero mobility. Right, Doesn't right. know what a thumb is yet. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, though, I, I'm going to get even more defining, though, uh, because here was a huge one, and we, we were talking about the changes that I had made from, uh, you know, my behaviors when I was a, when I was a young adult or, or a teenager or a young adult. And, adult. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, 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 to being, and to being today pretty goddamn adult. Um, 
today I'm not really doing a whole lot of adulting, but that's okay. I've got to I've got to take a day like that once in a while. It's required. Have to. Yeah, it's required. Have a cheat day, yo. You bet. <laughs> I said you bet again. I keep saying that. It's totally okay. Yeah, it's all right. Totally so, uh, okay, I'll get vulnerable here. Uh, defining moment was that moment where I did not know how to live my life as a sober person anymore um, when, when I had first uh, got sober. Uh, I, I had no idea how I was doing. In fact, you know, I mean, this, this is a story that a lot of people could probably parrot because uh, it's nothing um, unique. It really is not unique. I, I got to that point where I, I reached a bottom where I just was, I became suicidal. Um, and it was very brief. It was very brief, but I got to that point where I, I felt like I was going to step off the edge of a cliff because, um, you know, on, on one end I knew that I could not continue the, um, the abuse that I was giving my body, but I didn't know how I was going to live with Without medicating myself, and it was like, you know, what, what do I do? Just kill myself? And that thought literally entered my mind for the first time in my life. And you and I, unfortunately, know a number of people who have made that decision, who have gone that route. We've lost a lot of friends um, along the way, and yeah. some of them that way. Yeah. And, and it is ultimately, and again, this is an, another thing that was brought up in my other one of these that I did today, is that it is ultimately their choice. Yes. It's their choice. I will do my fucking damnedest to prevent it. Yeah. And to prevent more more than more than that to prevent you being in that amount of pain. Mm-hmm. That's what I really want to prevent. Well, and that, and that's what a lot of people don't understand. I mean, okay, so I can say that that I am fortunate enough to uh, to not live with. Um, overwhelming uh, uh, depression or anything like that. Uh, Right, right. I I feel fortunate in that way, but I've seen it enough, and uh, I've known enough people who do have lived with that, do live with that, died with that, um, that I can look at that and I can say, yeah, this is not selfishness um, in this person. This is not being weak or anything like that. This is quite literally... Uh, illness, a dark abyss. For, well, and you know, as as an alcoholic, I did actually reach a point where I saw that dark abyss that probably could be very um, similar to what a lot, a lot of these folks feel. And for a lot of people, that feels like the only way out is to just end it. And ultimately, some of them do. It drives me crazy when people say, oh, that person took the easy way out. You dumb shit. You obviously don't know a clue as to what you're talking about for that person. Clearly, clearly, clearly that was the only way out to them. Yes, exactly. And, uh, you know, I mean, I I saw a little bit of that. I saw a little bit of that for for myself in my own life uh, very briefly. And that was a defining moment. I saw that happening. 
happening. And I said, man, Jesus, I have got to make some changes in my life um, for the better um, because because I know life can be good. I know life can be beautiful. I know it can I, I know it can have its ugly size without a doubt. That's obvious. Um, but yeah, that was my biggest defining moment was that one day when I said, man, you know what? I could just end it all and I'm not going to have to worry about this, that, or the other thing. And I said, what the fuck are you thinking, Ted? Something's got to change. Is that the day you started calling for help? Exactly. Uh, the very next day, I, uh, I ended up in a uh, uh, in a twelve step meeting. Actually, did you, did you call a friend or just find a local meeting to go by yourself? Found a local meeting. Uh, I happen to uh, I, I happen to be married. I happen to be married to somebody who uh, who actually uh, attend, is a is a twelve stepper as well. Um, so you know, I I already I knew where to go. Uh, I just didn't know that I needed to until then. Until then. Yeah. That's pretty fucking good. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for sticking around, my friend. Oh. That's the world to me. Yeah, you're welcome. So the last you're question, welcome. and then we got to split because we got a date. Um, That's means, weird. Yeah, right? It's a mandate. It's, it's just a date. Why do you have to fucking sexually define it? Oh, dude, it's 2019. I'm not sucking your <laughs> cock at the end. I don't care if you got the tickets. It's still a date. So anyway. <laughs> um, so the last question. Hey, is, you don't know what you're in for. Buddy, <laughs> <laughs> we are going to country rock. We both may not know what we're in for, but I've seen Hank three, I've seen Hank three, three times. I have yeah, I've never seen Hank three. Oh, I'd do, love to do fucking valuable. I'd love show. to. I like that guy. That guy yeah. is a kick in the pants. Oh, yeah, uh, so much like his granddaddy. Sure, anyway. Uh, so the last question is what makes you similar to other people? Because I asked you what makes you hmm. unique and different all that. What makes me similar? Um, well, and, and the thing is, is I, I've learned in my um, in my journey over the last 13 years, I've learned that it's better for me to look for the similarities rather than to look for the differences. Um, if you're looking for the differences, you're going to find the differences. All day, every day. All day, every day. And, and it's not going to do you any good. But if you find the similarities, uh, you can do exactly what we're doing here. We, we can sit here and we can talk. And you and I, Tyler, may have different, probably have very different views on a zillion different a zillion things. things. And if all we were doing was talking about the differences, we could be at each other's throats. I mean, for and fuck's sake. It would have been. What, I mean, what really, what um, What do you see happening all across the nation? People are talking about nothing but their differences. And it's, it drives me crazy, frankly. It really does. It's okay to talk about the differences. It really is. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Yeah, but shouldn't we fucking ultimately look at some common ground? Ultimately look like, for the common ground. What can we do to make ground. shit better? And, um, you know, I I mean, what my similar? I I have so, like I said, I'm not unique. I don't see myself as being unique. I don't want to be unique, and and that's the thing. That's my similarity. Is none of us really are. I don't think, in my opinion, I I think we all have. I mean, we all have the same emotions. Um, we we all have that human condition. We are not perfect. Um, and those are things that uh, 
those are things that we, well, and we all do have differences, and that in and of itself, in and of itself, is what is similar. Is that we all have differences? Our Every goddamn one of us. Um, we all have. Well, individuality—that's going back to uniqueness. Um, well, I, I, but I want to say our yeah. yeah, yeah, our, our differences. We all have our differences, and that's what makes me unique, or not unique. I'm sorry, it uh, similar. similar. Yeah. It makes me similar to other people. That's fucking hey, hey, that's a very jazz move of you. <laughs> it, 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 it is pretty. It, it, it's kind of deep, but it, it's it's a really it's a true thing. Yeah, like the, there is definitely a fact to the yeah. to the statement that because I am not just like you, I am similar to you. Because in that way, you are not just like me, and those people at the bar over there are not just like us, and the people walking on the street upstairs are not just like any of those we, people I've already mentioned. Yeah, we we all have our we all have our beliefs we we all have our own beliefs we all have our uh, own walks in life we all have our own um, uh, likes and dislikes we all have our own preferences we all have our own opinions um, you know what opinions are like right assholes and they all sting yeah they all sting but anyway yeah th- those are differences that we all have and we all have them, so therefore, that is a huge similarity. And we need to embrace that, that we're all on different walks. And all of our walks... And it's cool. For the most part, we're all pushing to make our own lives a little bit better. Yeah. And ideally, hoping to bring some people around us up with us. Yeah. Now, I, I will say, though, uh, that, you know, em- embracing the different walks of life and the and the differences that's important except for when it starts causing harm um i i I don't have any time for that no we don't i don't have time for that i don't like to see it (laughs) yeah yeah dude we've got a mandate (laughs) yeah it's 2019 come on yeah right holy crap Ish. Woke-ish. <laughs> I tried, man. I'm woke, yeah. I had some coffee. I'm good. <laughs> so, on that note, I'm going to say thank you very much. I'm going to start cleaning up. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you, my friend. Yeah.